listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot y'all telling me that i need to get out and vote <laughs> why ain't nobody black running but cracker so why i got to register i'm thinking of better shit to do with my time never smelled the aroma of diploma but i write the deep ass rhyme so let me take y'all way back to when a nigga stayed in southwest atlanta a y'all could not tell me nothing thought i hit that bottom rock at age 13 start working at the loading dock they let my mama off of work general motors tripping but i just come back i just come home bank like hank from liquor to dipping doing dumb shit not knowing what a nigga know now yeah that petty shit will have you cased up and locked down i dips over to the east point still acting a fool watching my time in school i'd rather be shooting pool cool is how i played the 10th grade i thought it was all about mac and hoes and wearing pimp fades instead of being in some class i'd rather be up in some ass not thinking about them six courses that i need to pass graduation rolled around like roly polies damn that's fucked up i should have listened when my mama told me l if you play now you're gonna suffer later hey welcome to the black guy who tips pot the class and your host rod and Karen. Whew sorry had a brain fart uh we are live on a tuesday ready to do some podcasting mm-hmm. uh thank you all the people that listen to the show the people that tune in live in the chat room the people that hit us up later um you know all those people you guys all help us out um and we appreciate all of you uh the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 um today's podcast is sponsored is uh brought to you by adamandeve.com that's right guys adamandeve.com is trying to help you out and let me see if i can find some uh oh you know what i was thinking about this song today let me give myself a second to search spotify for it mm-hmm. but uh see if i can on this uh but yeah adam and eve is trying to hook you up guys almost christmas and um you don't want to miss it put yourself on your wish list okay that's right adam and eve is trying to help bring in the holidays okay guys they want you to unwrap your presents and then unwrap them draws <laughs> go to adamandeve.com and you'll get 50 percent off of almost any item when you enter offer code tbgwt at checkout that's a great deal by itself 50 percent off of everything i mean what the fuck but also they want to give you the big o kit oh that's what you'll be saying uh the big old kit comes with exclusive climax gel and a mini vibrator so now you got a new way to get off and who doesn't want that also you get your entire order sent to you for how much free the free 99 the low low this is a ripoff to be honest i don't know how adam and eve is doing this it must be a money drug laundering organization (laughs) but that's not your problem your problem is trying to get yourself right for this uh holiday season so adamandeve.com put in code tbgwt 50 percent off the big old kit and free shipping all you gotta do is go to the checkout put in tbgwt for the offer code and that's at adamandeve.com all right play me out yeah, I'm so proud of you. 
that's right all right let's get into the show show okay okay all kinds of things are happening uh let's just talk about some news a lot of people had potlucks at work you've been eating your co-workers food i bet it's been delicious for those of y'all that participated a woman was fired for bringing laxative field brownies to co-workers send off i guess she didn't like her a 47 year old adrian woman lost her job at the police determined she put laxatives in a departing co-workers going away brownies now you absolutely hate a motherfucker when they leaving right they walking out the door you won they leaving and you still was like nah i'm gonna get that bitch i don't like that shit i gotta drop a dime on this nigga damn guess she really wanted to give her a reason to run at the front door i guess so she was running all right she had to run um yeah they were called to mm police were called to mmi engineering solutions um at the company received a tip from it that an employee oh an attempt uh, uh they received a tip from an employee that the woman planned to put laxatives in brownies she was bringing to send off for another co-worker which means she told somebody and, and jobs got like the 1-800 numbers that you can call and be anonymous and somebody called that hotline well that's the kind of thing where you gotta tell somebody they was like look i ain't i, I don't want no it's, it's like the crime stoppers don't give us your name your address and you get the reward we just give you the reward she was like mm-mm, mm-mm, i'm not telling you nothing she knows exactly who snitched on her because she told somebody and that person said police the, com- me. <laughs> the company intervened confiscated the suspects brownies and called the police before the brownies could be eaten when interviewed by police the 47 year old initially denied putting laxatives in the brownies but when informed that the brownies could be forensically tested for tampering she admitted to baking in a cube of laxatives but police learned from other employees that the suspect denied it that there may have been some previous tension between the departing employee and the 47 year old woman uh the nature of the spat was not immediately known i don't like nobody that much you said you don't what like nobody I, that I, much? I, I, I said i don't hate nobody you know oh. like like don't like them that much like if you gone just gone like it's the end yeah i mean it sounded like you don't like them and you think this will be the way to get at them before they leave but putting the putting laxatives in all the brownies that's just gonna get everybody sick like i want all y'all to feel the way she made me feel i wonder what the fight started over whatever what it is it's dumb that will make you slap somebody i think it started over some dick um but uh though police say the woman admitted to tempering with the brownies heart said no charges would be pursued no one ate the brownies the company fired her the matter would be different had someone consumed the food heart said the incident is normally something school-age children would be reminded of that tempering with food isn't a joke especially because of allergies and medical concerns right so that's why uh you know they gonna make it to the point where y'all are like no 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 we're gonna we, we're store buying everything nope we don't want none of your side dishes <laughs> we purchasing everything mm-hmm. if they want to be on the safe side so you don't have to deal with shit like this and then people want to get offended when people be like oh, please list what's in this why i got to because everybody can't eat everything baby list what's in your food yep um so the school chief who uh, i don't know if you remember the story from a long time ago louisiana school superintendent 
had placed a woman in a handcuffs because she was talking about how um he was making all this money and the teachers weren't making anything and he's voting for his own raise and she was a teacher and he basically had her handcuffed and escorted out of the out of the conference mm-hmm. uh well his hefty pay increase led to uh to a videotaped handcuffing of a complaining teacher he's been put on the paid administrative leave uh, south louisiana news outlets report jerome payu was placed on leave monday night after after the vermilion parish school board voted to investigate a list of complaints by his critics uh he has been vermilion superintendent since 2013 uh in january the members renewed his contract with a raise of thirty thousand dollars a teacher who questioned the raise at a board meeting was then handcuffed in a rough video recorded arrest and that sparked outrage across the united states the board's president later resigned uh paiu's backers credit him with the vermilion school's high rate high state rankings opponents allege that he has been confrontational and disrespectful to opponents and has improperly overruled board decisions and in interviews monday and tuesday he attributed the controversy to small town rural politics he says sometimes he and some board members disagree about how much authority he has to hire and fire people under state law he also says some of the complaints listed monday night were from previous evaluations prior to the board's decision to renew his contract at a higher compensation in january yeah nobody investigated this prior to renewing the contract because mm-hmm. the incident this incident had happened before it was time to renew the contract right i think it happened afterwards this incident but he had incidents that happened before too okay it's ridiculous that we keep coming back to the same items over and over he said there's nothing that that they can find or anything they can investigate that has any substance he said he's also receiving legal advice on his next steps uh speaker showed up in support and in opposition to him at the meeting prior to the 6-2 vote to put him on leave board member stacy landry expressed support but voted to place him on leave hopefully we get a speedy answer and i pray jerome remains superintendent and he can finish out his contract and we can work together let's get a good investigation let's find out who's right and who's wrong and put it to bed mm. yes yeah, as uh hargrave uh uh that was the teacher that was arrested she spoke out against paiu receiving a raise while teachers had gone years without one when the board's oh, then yeah, president that, that definitely gonna be a problem when the board's then president he's like walking around in new nikes and shit right they were like we ain't got raised in years and y'all raise his raise forty thousand i mean thirty thousand word he was like i'm gonna eat out for lunch again but y'all enjoy that that school pizza when the board's then president anthony fontana banged his gavel and told her that the comments weren't germane she argued that they were according to a board member who was president fontana then beckoned to a deputy chief mar a city marshal uh who ordered her out she appeared to be complying but in the hallway video shows her on the floor with her hands behind her back being handcuffed charges against hargrave were never pursued the video I led to outrage yeah because y'all had a fucking reason to arrest her yeah and this was a while ago i'm th- surprised it ain't a lawsuit over that the that the arrest right yeah well you know that I mean you'll be suing the fucking police and you probably ain't gonna win that shit anyway you know they'll make something up um yeah the little i mean i guess he's still on uh on leave i don't i don't see anything about him being not on leave anymore so the last update was like september and it sounds like the school board is moving forward even with him uh well they're moving forward with the investigation so i guess it's not over yet no all right well 
we'll see what happens with that but that was just an update yeah you ain't give teachers raise in years they're gonna be looking like word you get a raise but we don't right um let's see um an apology to my husband's ex-wife let's sink in okay a cautionary tale for cheetahs you ready i don't know in 13 parts what is this the r kelly trapped in the closet what the hell is happening here <laughs> this is on medium.com by maggie hawk hawker um one i had an affair with your husband to whom i am now married i am so so sorry if there's one decision why are you telling me now if i didn't already know if there's one decision in my life i could undo it would be this because of what it did to you because of what it's done to me and because it was just plain wrong number two i won't take full responsibility for the breakdown of your marriage the myth of the home wrecker is just that a myth no one can wreck someone's home against his will you two wrecked your home on your own before i ever came on the scene and anyway you had an affair too so i know you understand number three however i still owe you several apologies beyond the apology for my original sin number four i'm sorry i believe the things he said about you fell for it i mean that's the thing a lot of these affairs you know uh the people cheating they go and tell the other person a story you need a narrative because you know the narrative can't just be i'm a horrible person that's cheating on my husband and wife you got to go tell them something like this this nigga ain't shit they do they're horrible i'm the good guy and i just can't think of nothing else to do other than to cheat uh it's the kids it's they've changed it's always something right um and if if you choose to go along with that story then yeah you're accepting probably lies and you won't know until it happens to you that this nigga was full of shit you know i mean most of us go yeah i mean it's fucked up when we do it but many of us when we see like the mistress end up with the dude and then she gets screwed over we all go yeah of course that's how you got him right um number five he told me that you were dumb he said it without malice or animosity just presented it as a fact you weren't that smart and therefore he was bored with you as if that's some unforgivable sin by the way you married her dumb the way dumb works is that if you marry somebody they don't become dumb that's that's not how dumb works (laughs) so that means you marry somebody dumb and then at some point decided that that was actually you were the victim in this you made a decision to, to forever till death do us part with a dumb person that's if you believe him which obviously you're you're talking to a dude that's cheating on his wife i mean you might want to take it with a grain of salt number six now i'm the stupid one he tells me regularly but i know i'm not stupid and i know that you aren't either i'm sorry i didn't challenge him when he said that you were i mean when were you gonna challenge him between strokes i mean come on you are still fucking her husband so i mean it's like 
my wife is so stupid uh i don't know if i agree come on get the fuck out of here number seven he told me you were too lazy to work too much of a prima donna i admit this caused me to look down on you since i'm such a worker myself since i've always been self-sufficient but i find myself calling in sick more and more these days anything asking my boss if i can work from home or on others and more uh and not because i want to spend time with him but because i'm afraid to leave him in charge of our two children during the day he works from home you know how he can snap when he's angry when someone irritates him or argues with him about nearly anything now finally it occurs to me that you may have wanted very much to work especially since it could have been your ticket away from him but you had three young children you oh there's a lot of babies involved in this three young children you probably wisely did not want to leave in his care i'm sorry that you were in that situation you must have felt so trapped you that's seven points so far you you digging her uh points care so far mm-hmm okay number eight he told me that you were selfish that you didn't get him that you didn't care about what he needed from you i now understand there is no caring in the world that is great enough to accommodate his needs they are endless they are very very important i'm sorry that your needs were probably never met and i sincerely hope you are now with someone who meets them this is like when new pussy becomes you know the old the the, the, the old pussy and then all of a sudden it's like this nigga ain't doing all that stuff he was doing during the affair yeah because you because you, you didn't have to deal with the day-to-day shit yeah you were in the skate you know um number nine i'm sorry i ever believed any of these things i'm sorry i was even there to hear the words i'm sorry that i didn't shut them down the second i did here's the thing about her sorries guys her sorries sound like she's regret she regrets it and by regret i don't mean like i don't even know why this is addressed to the ex-wife these are your regrets baby girl these ain't the regrets that you have to say i'm sorry to you no you're sorry for yourself because you know if you would have believed this shit you wouldn't have had two mo kids with a motherfucking dude that that's a piece of shit this is all like you talking to yourself in the past and y'all don't know why you roping this one this this woman who probably done moved on with her life into this shit come on number 10 i'm sorry if you ever still miss him i hope you don't find it patronizing for me to assure you that you are too good for him that you are always too good for him and that you are better off without him girl tell it to yourself look in the mirror that's what you really want to say this is a letter to yourself 11 for what it's worth i've never met you what sorry you never even met her and you wrote this shit for what it's worth and i've never met you so i don't know where you stand on karma or schadenfreude or revenge i can assure you that i am paying dearly for my betrayal of you for my own moral weakness and my selfishness and that's why and that's probably why because the thing is it sounds like the wife didn't even know she existed i mean not in a personal way like maybe in a way that you know your husband left you for another woman and you suspect he had an affair but you know i'm sure that dude gaslit her because he's gaslighting this gaslighting this woman like she's just going girl you was right he ain't shit like yeah you fucked him that was part of the reason i know nigga um (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) um 
it's 12 it's also for what it's worth i could tell you that he now compares me unfavorably to you the way he used to compare you unfavorably to me this is what men like him do i understand that now you stupid like i get that you know you stupid but like for real for real you stupid if you think anyone wants to hear this number 13 i'm sorry for myself that's the whole that should have been one through 13 right all of these is you feeling sorry for yourself for what i've let him do to my life i know i have no right to be but i am i don't know how i'm going to weather him and in some ways i know i deserve all this he told me recently that you have found someone new that you are getting married he scoffed at this of course muttering something about the poor guy i turned away from him before i smiled for you so you still ain't confronting this nigga girl this long ass sub tweet about this nigga sub post right ironically it's now you the one over whom i felt guilt-ridden and regretful and maybe even pity it's you who's become my hero and my hope child boo what oh no Mm-mm. Ooh, ah, the ghetto. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. and i really didn't feel like i heard any apology in there did you I, I really don't feel like i heard about an apology up in there i feel like that was all woe is me poor me the person that fucked your husband oh feel, pity me really <laughs> really it's like it's really like i did i did you the favor it's almost like you actually hurt my feelings by <laughs> by letting me have him by letting me have him by letting me have what i wanted oh yeah somebody called it a lena dunham type type of apology it is that's terrible a generationally perpetuated pattern daughters do more chores they also earn less allowance suggesting that gender inequality pay begins at home and early in life but there are signs the gap is narrowing i believe that yep yep one reason and and mm -hmm. a lot of times particularly i guess me growing up it was more since i'm talking about just boys and girls girls kind of did more inside work boys did more outside work i know my mama had us doing like inside and outside work but uh i'm gonna tell you right now uh patriarchy on that fucking girl cutting grass i'll be goddamn if i'm gonna get my black ass out there and cut some grass Mm. um one recent analysis for example found that boys ages 15 to 19 do about a half an hour of housework a day and girls about do about 45 minutes although girls spend a little less time on chores than they did a decade ago the time that boys spend hasn't significantly changed shouldering more responsibilities at home is a big so reason less time what were they doing an hour I, probably um uh, more than 45 minutes is what we know um shoulder more responsible shouldering more responsibilities at home is a big reason women are paid less than men and fall behind in men in their careers researchers say achieving equality they argue will require not just preparing girls for paid work but also teaching boys to do unpaid work right right because that's the shit don't nobody want to do because the thing about unpaid work is considered woman's work cooking cleaning take care of kids that's considered woman's work that's the shit people want you to do for fucking free it costs like time is money and me because that's the thing you pay babysitters though you know you pay people daycare you know you pay other people but when it comes to your spouse 
you're like nope you supposed to do this out of love well guess what sometimes love just ain't enough i'm motherfucking tired and love can't give me my energy back yeah you know what i find interesting in this um i i brought it up a couple weeks ago i talked about boys should learn to cook as a skill um not because of the patriarchal ways we tell them like so you won't have to depend on a woman to cook for you or you know um the kind of things that people say like you know like an independent type thing that's not a bad reason for the record to learn to cook to be self-sufficient is not a bad reason to learn to cook but in my mind i think there's this other reason that's more important but it's kind of like in the background which is to learn the value of the work right because you know when you cook for yourself you end up learning how much fucking work it is to cook and therefore when you ask someone to cook or someone cooks for you you become more appreciative of the value of that work and that's just a human thing it's if i cut the grass for you every saturday um and you've never cut grass in your life there is some level of you taking it for granted it's just natural to be like yeah i take it for granted that you cut my grass and you might come in and be tired as fuck need to lay down sweating i'm you know you know there's but when you do when you appreciate the work yourself you're like oh yeah i get why you know you might want something to drink i get why after you finish cutting grass and you need to take a shower you might not want to be bothered for a couple hours i understand that now in a way that i wouldn't have because i never did that shit well we the way that we talk and raise boys a lot of times it's like let's not raise them to cook let's not and especially let's not raise them to cook um for um quality you know it's almost like for utility like learn to boil some water and make some grits right um so i think once you once you learn that kind of thing you then go when you see a meal or have a meal you go okay i'm thankful for this meal and also i appreciate the value of it um so i think that's a huge thing but that goes with everything every household chore whether it's washing dishes folding clothes you know it's the reason that i think uh, a lot of our parents instilled that work ethic in us it's not just because you know you're the child and you're supposed to do the chores that's fine but it's also so that you don't grow up because most parents well black parents anyway their their generation is trying to get the next generation a little better and give them a little bit more but they don't want you to forget the value of work and we as a as a as a as a race in this country have never really had the luxury of not knowing the value of work (laughs) we like we have not always been able to make that work work for us if you know what i'm saying so um i think it's interesting that a lot of people um and and they don't learn it early and then it, it it matriculates into the work environment and then it becomes an albatross around women's necks because we go well i would pay a woman what i pay a man but they're the ones that need to take care of the kids right they're the ones that need to cook for their houses right and they're that's the fucking ones... more work but you don't consider it work right so i'm so you're being penalized twice because i'm paying you less because i expect you to do more in your private life that is unpaid right like i don't think like if i if i'm paying a man i'm thinking like he might need this money to take care of his wife he might need this money to hire a nanny or a babysitter or something when i'm talking about a woman i'm like she needs this money but she needs to be off at five so she can get home and get to cooking i don't want to get you in trouble with your husband you know that kind of shit right and i think for me 
whenever you're in a household where everybody's kind of appreciative of the work that's why like it let's say you cook i might put the food up you cook i might you know do the dishes you know just to assist you actually preparing the meal Mm -hmm. you know little little things like that that a lot of times people don't consider that as being helpful but that is actually being helpful very helpful because you understand after you've been on your feet standing over a hot ass stove frying or whatever you're doing particularly after you worked all day you're goddamn tired you're tired you've been chopping onions and whatever else you've been doing in there you know telling the kids don't 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 eat all the snacks and then you won't want your food or whatever happens in your household you're exhausted so you know little things you know like that or even after you finish you can say well since you cooked and everything i'll take out the trash because you know what what comes along with cooking trash when you peel them onions when you open up them packages it's trash that's around the house so you'd be like well since you did that i'll take the trash out i'll help you out honey well like it's like you know like that's just a couple dynamic right like right. with you leaving the house to go to work and me working from home i try to do more stuff at home that you that y'all, i feel like you shouldn't have to do right so like if you come home i'm trying to have all the dishes done try to have all the clothes washing folded try to have the house clean you know little shit that you know because there's men that feel like because of the gender roles of it are like why would i do that that's what a woman does and there are women that would go well yeah that's what i want to be able to, i want to take care of my men but to me it's just not logical for one of us to be in this motherfucker for eight hours and then the other one to come home and be like all right well um you gonna vacuum that's a ridiculous thing but but we're talking about the couple's dynamic let's take it a step further what if i just ain't got a man or don't want one so now you paying me 77 cents on the motherfucking dollar and i'm going home and i'm not cooking and cleaning for my motherfucking self come on and i'm not getting my whole dollar what is that because right. when, a, when a man doesn't have a woman we don't cut their pay we don't say single men actually make a lot less than married men we don't do that men make a dollar for a fucking dollar there's no qualifications on whether they have a wedding ring or they have children or any of that shit women get that 77 cent and even if and, and honestly all 100 percent of people who have women in their household should be on board for pay equality right because a hundred percent it benefits the whole fucking household everybody makes more money everybody you have more disposable income you're able to do stuff it 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 increase um you putting money in your 401k or whatever it is that that you want to do because once you get into these you know these dynamics that the thing that kills me is that uh and i gotta say this I think that once you get into like the gender roles, I think that actually hurts uh, all households to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's this role is for the man, this role is for the woman. No, the shit just needs to get done. I don't give a fuck who does it. The shit just needs to get done. And it, that's actually how it needs to be. It don't need to be male or female. It just needs to be, this needs to be done. We all need to chip in. Let's get it done. Because like you say, if your children understand it your children will be more willing to help and you won't have to fuss at them if they understood the value also, of you doing these things because we also teach girls that their value is tied up in how well they take care of the home we, that stuff also like filters into life to where women feel this extra pressure of being like a failure 
if like someone else in the house has to pick up a broom you know like oh. someone else has to wash the dishes or something you know it's just it's like oh i'm sorry i didn't do like it's it's like it's ingrained in you in a way that is almost out of your control yeah. like you're a grown-ass person talking about making plates for other people at a food at a family function men don't have that conversation it's never been a plate debate by men come on because we don't even we're not even raised to think that we're responsible for the other people around us we're only responsible for ourselves if that and if it wasn't for the patriarchal like ownership angle where men physically just don't want their woman to do better than them then i feel like gender like the gender equality pay gap would be completely erased in a it, if you could just erase the people that feel like i need to feel like a man and because i bring a bigger check home if you could erase that mentality you would have the pay gap would be erased because that's what a lot of this is right right and society has bought into it and bring home the bacon or whatever it is and you know because well now hold up now peter finds that very offensive okay karen but peter gonna we have are to. bringing home the bagels no bacon peter gonna have to get over it. and in fact i want an extra thick cut <laughs> i mean if you really want to get truthful with it um but the thing about it i know for me when we first got married because i can relate because i kind of just bought into that when we got married i i literally would work 40 hours a week come home cook clean and do all these other activities because that's what i thought i was obligated to do because when you get married there's no book there's no structural man um um, manual there's no rules there's no regulation your marriage is whatever you make of it or or, or your um uh group of people or however you have you do with your significant others is what you make of it that everybody household runs differently and i wasn't doing this because you told me to or because you pressured me i put this pressure upon myself and a lot of women do that they put this like i was relating to what you're talking about they put this unnecessary pressure um, upon themselves to be excellent to be great and that pressure comes from other people your whole life so so like even when you say you put it upon yourself it was conditioned in you like it's, it's your mom telling you what you gonna do to keep a good man and what you can't cook and that kind of shit and you know and 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 the the funny part about it is that even for me because the way my mama functioned a lot of things i didn't learn how to do till i got to college i didn't learn how to cook till i got to college i didn't learn how to wash clothes till i got to college Mm -hmm. and the biggest reason why is because a lot and a lot of parents do this and i'm trying to i'm a i'm a keep it real parents stop this bullshit if your child does not do it exactly like you do it it's okay because see what was happening is that i wasn't doing it the exact way my mama wanted me to do it so instead of her teaching me the way or allowing me to do it the way i want to do it she was just like fucking and let me do it but then i never learned how to do it a lot of parents do do that right they'll come in and they'll do it to their mates too because some of you have very helpful mates some of you have mates that are willing to help and willing to know your husband to come in will let me sleep go on get out the way you don't do it the way i do it don't nobody give a fuck do you want the help or not right you know well, and then also like societal pressure right so like you know it's not your mom in this case for cooking exactly but um there's still like this pressure from other women well you're not gonna get no man you're not a cook you know what i mean you're not gonna be able to no people don't say that to men you're not gonna you know uh, <laughs> like you have to there's just an extra bunch of work that is mostly unpaid right that that people consider women's work that 
if we're looking at just human households those those jobs do not have a gender attached to them if you live by yourself as a man there is no reason you should not know how to clean cook the fold your clothes do your laundry there's no reason you shouldn't know how to do that but the bar is so much lower for men what do we call a, a, a man with no woman in his house bachelor pad what do we what are the stereotypes for bachelor pads you know it's oh yeah the house is dirty it's not clean your motherfucking clothes are like tie-dye because you don't know how to fucking use the bleach and cook what's what what goes in warm and cold water and all this shit we there's just a lower bar and expectation for men um and i think it starts with this and that lead it starts at home and it leads to all this pay gap shit because um essentially we know that a woman's life is tied up with this extra work yeah and on top of that it stresses a woman out because like i was saying before do you want to help or not because the thing is society is also to an extent taught women to complain now people come and want to assist they don't do it the way you do it so you complain versus allowing people to help relieve you of this burden that's upon yourself because a household needs to but like this your kids got draws they need to wash their own clothes you know your kids can pick up after yourself these are things that children can do and 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 help around the household probably more than they do but as a parent sometimes you're like well i don't want to add unnecessary burdens to my children but guess what all them dishes you didn't eat all them dishes they help contribute to it too well also just your their personal value is tied up in it so even relinquishing control of certain things to let somebody else do it whether it's not done right or perfectly or just like you do it it's also saying relinquishing control of this lessens my womanhood because we've come to define womanhood by it you know men have this in a different way like don't let another man cut your lawn you know don't let your woman be out there cutting the grass you know so men have it in a different way that's very like tied to what we consider to be masculinity but yeah i I, but the whole point is all of this shit ends up hurting in the long run because we don't even consider this with men we don't say john needs to be off by five because he has to cut his grass and chop wood and do manly things like fix his car we don't say that you expect him to work overtime we expect him to be able to work overtime because that's what's to be expected you know um so that gender shit hurts people all the way to the workplace but it starts when we're children yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i know and, and 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 kind of the same but not to get off topic the day i uh let shit go like around the house was a freedom because i felt like this housework you don't get paid for the shit so guess what if i don't get paid for it i do it when i motherfucking feel like it it's not gonna affect my 401k i don't get a raise you can't fucking fire me if i decide not to do a motherfucking thing up in here because you're not paying my ass anyway and i think for me uh when i was younger my mama she was like a neat fanatic like a neat freak and she turned me off on a lot of shit i I, i'm not like sloppy sloppy nasty but i'm like i can deal with a little bit of dirt because she was like clean knickknacks no she would be eight kids in there she would wipe the walls she was the person that got down on her hands and hand uh 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 mopped the floors and shit like that and i'm like oh no 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 this is too much to do for fucking free yeah um all right so it starts when your kids and you get all this extra housework for girls um 
and then it, it goes into the workplace later right mm-hmm. um progressives believe that they were training their boys for greater improvement involvement in the home however we do not see any evidence in the gap in household work uh declining um her research uh the research is uh sarah hoferth who's a sociologist at the university of maryland uh her research was based on american time youth survey diaries from 2003 to 2014 of 6358 high school students between the ages of 15 and 19 housework included cleaning uh cooking pet care yard care and home and car maintenance it found differences based on parents education children of college educated parents spent less time on chores overall but the difference is almost all among girls daughters of college graduates spend 25 percent less time on chores than daughters of parents with no more than a high school education that makes sense to me because if you have a high school education and this isn't shitting on anybody Mm -hmm. but um you will find yourself more geared to tangible values like a lot of college shit cool it's cool for college people but a lot of that shit can be a little bit ethereal a little high and mighty come on a little bit too too th- theoretical right um, whereas wash the fucking dishes and clean the floor is something that we all can agree is labor <laughs> right and a skill that is useful so i can see how people can be like yeah put that book down and fucking get to cleaning because that is actual value uh but they still spend 11 minutes more a day than sons um educated parents seem to have changed their expectations for their daughters but not for their sons so boys don't do more or less pretty much among all the different groups educated not educated poor rich any of this shit but girls depending on how much uh how how uh how highly educated or how much money people have and stuff that's who that's when they change how much work the girls do yeah and and the thing is you talk you touched on the singles and what happened if you and the thing is if you have a girl who grows up and she's smart intelligent guess what she was like i'm not cooking i'm not cleaning because a lot of dudes are like these are shit this shit i don't do men already frowned upon but if you have a woman to be like i'm not cooking i'm not cleaning i'm gonna pay somebody else to do that mm-hmm. it's like all of a sudden she's frowned upon like she's not worthy of anything but she's like no 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 baby i got shit to do and this is extra shit that i don't got the time for also i mean what about women that cook and clean but they just don't want to do it for your ass come on like i might want to cook and clean for my fucking self like this is i'm making the food i'm making a meal tonight for me for me you know what i mean like there's something that's something I to eat that too. my whole family eat right right um what do you mean my whole family eat you know if i'm cooking for me if i eat the whole family eat i ain't gotta worry about me no husband no children oh anybody. right 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 yeah i see what you're saying um uh boys are also paid more allowance than girls for doing chores according to a recent analysis of th- ten thousand families who use busy kid a chore app boys using the app earn twice what girls did for the doing chores an average of thirteen dollars and eighty cents a week compared to girls making six dollars and seventy one cents a week good god here's what you have to think about in this situation these are this app and the people paying you are the people who love you these aren't strangers this isn't a workplace oh so so they actually got apps that they, they have pay an kids? app of course they have an app for kids doing chores and getting paid of course they do why would they not have that i don't know every any if you think of it they got an app for it i'm old i'm like here's your five here's your five dollars all right i have a much i'm paying you right so so of course they have an app for it it makes perfect sense that they would but this also allows people to track this data right and 
something that i'm sure many girls many women have probably suspected their whole life of i'm getting this unfair treatment you know my brother cleans the fucking kitchen he gets paid ten dollars and gets the car for the weekend i clean the kitchen and you go well that's what you're supposed to do well we have proof and the pay gap is much wider than the work pay gap we're talking half half of what the boys do that's crazy boys are also more likely to be paid for personal hygiene like brushing their teeth or taking a shower according to busy kid girls are more like washing your ass that bar is that low uh girls are more likely to be paid for cleaning you know the gender gap in chores for children is worldwide a recent study of 12 year olds in 16 countries across the economic spectrum not including the united states found that in each of them girls spent more time on household chores than boys did men's and women's chores tend to break down along what happens indoors and outdoors women do more of the inside work like cooking cleaning and laundry while men do more of the outside work like mowing the lawn and taking out the trash previous researchers found that the same divide happens with children's chores chores are really practice practice for adult living so the problem is it just gets genera- generationally perpetuated said christina i mean christia christia spears brown of psychology uh, a psychology professor at the university of kentucky who studies children and gender but there are signs that the gender gap in chores is beginning to narrow as it is for adults in one particular area in one area in particular caring for family members like siblings older relatives boys are doing as much as girls research says that could influence future generations with boys who are raised caring for family members being prepared to become more engaged fathers yeah and i hope you know they have more empathy because a lot of times uh men don't since you don't look at certain work as quote-unquote man's work you don't actually understand like i said the the labor that goes behind it and you have a tendency to frown and and look and look down upon it and you don't really like i said appreciate it until it's not there anymore yeah so this is in the new york times this is an interesting uh article that i read so um, that that app thing is interesting like i said i don't keep up with the kids i didn't know that's how people pay i know you love not to know i know Mm -hmm. it's your thing Mm -hmm um and i know you ain't rolling your eyes <laughs> i definitely just did because i knew it was coming you was gonna go back to how much you didn't know about it and uh be be happy about it right and you act like i be the only one that don't be knowing it's i'm not saying people. i'm not saying you don't you be you, you like to not know and you like to let me know how much you don't know and everybody listening to this show knows it's true so i don't know why you're getting upset <laughs> that i know the truth I knew as soon as you said you didn't know about that app, I said she gonna go back to this app at the end of the article. And what happened? You went right back to that app to let me know you did not know. That's what I do. <laughs> <sighs> you knew what the deal was. I did. I did. Um, a principal banned candy canes because they shaped like a J, and he says the J says for Jesus. Jesus canes elementary school principal in nebraska has pla- was placed on leave oh they got him up out of the paint oh my god mm. can't be banned the candy canes apparently not who knew um yeah he uh got placed on leave after telling teachers to avoid decorating their classrooms with christmas themed ornaments so as not to offend those who don't celebrate the holiday it's a fucking hook what are we talking about here so this is like liberals run amok type thing right it was like oh you got to go 
the one thing that we can get the kids then well, you got to go wow Mm-mm-mm. um the principal at manchester elementary school identified by fox affiliate kptm is jennifer sinclair sent out a memo earlier this week with guidelines as to what is considered appropriate for classroom decorations and assignments teachers reportedly were told that generic winter themed items such as sledding and scars and the frozen character olaf were acceptable decorations that included santa christmas trees reindeer green and red items even candy canes however were not acceptable for the elementary school the candy canes according to ktv were prohibited because sinclair dim didn't have a religious significance historically the shape is j for jesus the red is for the blood of christ the white is a symbol of his resurrection she wrote she reportedly wrote this would be also include different colored candy canes so what because that come you because you can get some that are green striped in red and white like, see the green in that case is for the, the money the the moss on the stone in front of his grave so and the red is for the honeys what the, what, the, what is happening here the gold is for what judas was paid to snitch um i feel uncomfortable that i have to get this specific but for everyone's comfort i will she reportedly wrote in the memo um so yeah they let her go yeah yeah goddamn right yeah candy canes you don't even hold it that way for a J. you hold it as a hook the district's policy states that christmas trees santa claus and easter eggs and bunnies are considered to be secular seasonal symbols yeah i can see that argument even though they're associated with what i would consider to be christmas they're not really christian you know like christian christianity is like jesus and the bible and shit santa claus a lot of people consider santa claus and easter bunny like blasphemy and shit because it's like no easter is about the resurrection of jesus not a chocolate bunny giving out eggs <laughs> but anyway that she was tripping though i gotta say she was tripping also i have never heard that jay for jesus thing yeah me either but i was looking online and for some people they said they've heard it before i was like that's dumb i've never heard of that that's a new me one on either. me okay i didn't know and karen didn't know we both didn't know and Come we are on. proud to tell y'all yeah we did not i know what i'll tell you what i didn't know that come on come on join i didn't know club i had never heard of it Joanna, i'm too old to know that club come on well this does sound like old people shit though this sound like come on join the club no no i mean this sounds like old people would be the ones to know oh that oh. it was that it was <laughs> and it, it, it's too old for me then yeah that sound like something people made up before they had things to do before mm-hmm. we had hulu and netflix and other things to do at night um ah, take your time tie your time up he was just making a joke tori hart tearfully defends her ex-husband kevin hart of all the things i've seen tori hart go in on this fool for after getting cheated on and everything tori decided to defend him on this one didn't she do a comedy thing which where she was the whole did she have a little comedy career not but you know a comedy career she was yeah she did stand up i don't think she did i don't think she did it for long i don't know if she stopped or what but she did stand up yes mm-hmm i don't understand why they had a contentious divorce where he cheated on her she dragged his name through the mud and here she is on this hill i would rather die ready to die for this nigga <sighs> um yeah apparently um in an interview with inside edition Hart said she stands with her ex when asked if he was homophobic uh apparently she started crying not at all he's not he's a comedian he was just making a joke i don't think of course he wants a gay son 
that's not of course you want your son to be like you also so then um that's kind of saying that he is though a little bit i mean he doesn't want a gay son the joke you say it's just a joke but then the joke is about how much he don't want a gay son and would feel like a failure as a father if he had one (sighs) how have y'all made this worse you see oh god it does get worse she says you come from the ghetto and you fight you fight you fight you fight and so for my children to see that it makes them want to step it up even higher he would have been a great host what does the ghetto have to do with any of this tory Mm-mm. <sighs> nothing to the best of my knowledge the fact that we keep trying to make this into like some black shit to like we black of course we get to be homophobic it's the most anti-black because <laughs> like way to look at this shit oh my god it's like there's no well do any gay people come from the ghetto and fight and fight and fight come on they are homophobic too like what the fuck man so this is so stupid just let it go just let it go he stepped down fine the nigga would not apologize until after he stepped down lost everything for the gig fine now now we can all move on you know anyway um centoya brown uh was actually sentenced to 51 years in prison she was the 16 year old um who when she was 16 she was a victim of sex trafficking she's a black girl uh she killed she was pimped out by her boyfriend who was sexually and physically abusive towards her she killed a a man who was like a john Mm. that he sent her to be with that he sold her off to be like a slave of or some shit and she killed him uh of course you know this is where the where it becomes opinion people say uh the judge the jury the whoever sentenced her go well she killed that man because it was a robbery and she killed him to steal shit from him her right her she can test i killed him in self-defense he's sexually abusing me i'm 16 you know um well she was sentenced to i want to say was it 51 or 61 years it was a lot of years yeah she's serving a life sentence in prison for a murder she committed at 16 um but tennessee governor bill haslam said monday he's gonna he continues to weigh whether or not to grant clemency to her uh we are reviewing every aspect of it just like we are with several other cases he said in response to an audience question at an event on higher education hosted by usa today network tennessee at nashville's public library haslam said he wants to treat the case fairly along with cases that are similar but have not received the same level of publicity brown's case was received in recent months has received in recent months um after haslam addressed the question the group of black lives matter nashville activists demanded the governor grant clemency to brown immediately one activist used a bullhorn to lead those calls brown's advocates say she was a victim of sex trafficking that her sentence is too harsh and she deserves to be released haslam has until january 19 when he leaves office to decide how he will handle the case the state parole board which was split in the recommendation sent the case file to the governor's office in july justin lang an organizer of the group who asked haslam whether it would grant brown he would grant brown clemency said the group showed up at the education event because brown has earned higher education degree while in prison and she deserves to be free 
governor has him has six weeks left in his tenure and we will ensure he he does it during this time said lane more power to him man yeah she got 51 years in prison um that's when she'll be eligible for release by the way um it's crazy yeah yeah um brown now 30 was convicted in 2006 and sentenced to life in prison for shooting a 43 year old nashville real estate agent johnny allen her legal team launched a challenge to her life sentence in the federal court system pointed to a 2012 ruling from the u.s supreme court saying that giving juveniles life sentences without parole was cruel and unusual in most cases her case has drawn national attention celebrities such as rihanna and kim kardashian west have taken the social media to push for her freedom well hopefully it gets considered right um all right let's go into some other stuff let's see what we got y'all um all right let's do some fucking with black people guys oh i'm in the wrong list for this um now let's do some fucking with black people guys we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we assign zero to 100 points is intervals intervals 25 to say how much we were fucked with by each story today's contestants everybody um pool patrol paula remember pool patrol paula she's the white woman who beat a black teen and bit a cop Mm-hmm. she got no real punishment today stephanie sebi strimple was ordered to pay a thousand dollar fine after pleading guilty to assault and battery with the cops keep in mind um in 30 the 38 year old smacked 15 year old darshan uh simmons in the face at a neighborhood swimming pool in somerville south carolina she told simmons and his friends they did not belong there before she threw racial slurs at him as the teens tried to leave the pool peacefully sevy strimple could be heard on the video saying get out now there's three numbers i can get out 911 okay get out you little punk the criminal justice system punishes african-americans harsher than whites for committing similar crimes as a 2017 study by the united states sentencing commission reminded us but uh yeah strimple's sentence uh was nothing slap on the wrist um so zero to a hundred a hundred yeah that's a hundred um how about this one how black youth diffused a situation with the cops through video gaming on sunday night in st paul minnesota police were called to an apartment to answer a noise complaint apparently a group of young men were being too loud playing video games at my friend's apartment there were there's been a couple of noise complaints going on from the same people javante williams said lately we've been playing our games on mute we don't want to bother anyone we're not trouble we're adults sometimes we drink beer he says williams and his friends were playing the latest edition of nintendo's extremely popular fighting game super smash bros we got a lot of cops um that's because the police showed up we're telling them this is the same noise level we've been having uh william said adding that the group had taken the playing the game on mute they confirmed a few times that we weren't even loud the neighbors thought we were doing the most we were just playing so when the police arrived officers arrived 
situation that has gone bad so many times one of the officers asked what they were playing when they heard it was smash bros they wanted in i'm like y'all playing smash and two of them literally raised their hands and walked up william said and they're like how do you jump and they were acting one of them was playing pikachu uh williams tweeted out the video of the impromptu game night with the cops he was honest about the inherent fear of the police showing up in another instance of living while black but he and his buddies were happy with the end result it was concerning he said you see so many videos of terrible results i'm not trying to end up in jail or hurt or have my friends harmed or to start a commotion but you know what i heard the police saying what's smash brothers he said instead of something negative or something wholesome yeah he put a picture on twitter so neighbors called the cops on us and now we fighting them in smash bros and he put hashtag all hands matter <laughs> all right um zero to a hundred a hundred yeah it's still a hundred for me like i would love to get be like this is adorable and cute and, mm, it's not to me um i just don't play about that shit man and, it is uh, and not to me it reminds me so often of just like being a black person and then some white person moves in lives close to you or whatever and then everything you do becomes amplified to them right your noise becomes amplified the way you dress becomes amplified your car becomes amplified your music becomes amplified how many people come over to your house becomes amplified and it's never through the prism of realism of what's really happening in reality it's always like through this prism of racism that somehow is this multiplier on every single thing and things that would not be an infraction for white people that would just be like a wholesome like oh yeah of course those are my neighbors they have parties sometimes those it becomes like an attack when it's a black person doing it and having people over to play video games should never result in the fucking cops being called the fact that they had to put the games on mute really shows you how annoying those white people were being and how often they were calling the the police on them or or accusing them of noise complaints and you know a lot of black people deal with this shit every day it's one of those small small things that just adds up it's one of the microaggressions it's one of the small things that just adds into this big toll that it takes on you in your life where you're like policing your own actions because you're scared that you know just being the just being a black person is going to end up with you getting the cops called on you right when you just want to be left the fuck alone everybody else is allowed to be left the fuck alone yeah so that's still a hundred mm-hmm. uh he's back paris denard breaks his silence comparing himself to clarence high-tech lynching thomas back in august the washington post what? dropped a yes yes i don't understand why don't you what don't you understand about it he can why, why would oh you're not you're gonna be finished reading the story i say like, why did he compare himself like that well if you remember paris denard there was a bombshell a story in the washington post about him getting fired from arizona state university for sexual harassment in 2014 mm-hmm. allegedly he made masturbatory gestures touched a woman's neck with his tongue and much more <gasps> oh this is that dude we were sitting here watching tv the other day and we both looked at each other like what um was he that dude i don't remember remember there was a um we were watching there was a coach that they had to get rid of for, for, oh that's somebody else okay so somebody else paris denard is a right-wing commentator a black man who's a big trump supporter uh, oh, okay different different black man my bad uh denard was fired from cnn and now he's broken in silence with with the proudly racist site breitbart 
in a long piece denard wind uh, denard wind that his sexual harassment outing was a political hit job and that cnn was already out to fire him after he accused ex-deputy director of ciaa of the cia's counterterrorism center phil mudd of profiting off of his security clearance denard wrote in an august cnn appearance a former cia official with whom i had once worked with my former job became highly upset with me while discussing president donald trump's revocation of the security clearance of former intelligence officials the segment went viral even gaining attention to president trump who tweeted about me saying i had verbally destroyed the official with my own air points that set in motion a coordinated attempt by faceless adversaries to destroy me personally and professionally faceless adversaries y'all they made you lick a woman's neck and do drug off motions denard got into goes into on the babble that it was a political hit job keep in mind 2014 so like this happened it was already on the record you got fired already but you talking about it was a hit job the cia knew you were gonna make that comment on the air four years later they was keeping track fuck out of my face (laughs) (laughs) well four years from now he might try to be somebody so let's get him fired um yeah uh the cnn fired their only black republican it's hilarious that denar has been denying race and racism from his own president for years but when he is fired he said su- it's suddenly racism ain't it funny how that works on racism for you that black woman utah republican was the same woman same way uh this racism is just so messed up <laughs> am i right y'all mm. crickets <laughs> we could have told you sis um but when he was fired sudden racism he also ignores the countless liberals on the networks that have been fired like mark lamont hill or soledad o'brien denar also compared himself to supreme court justice clarence thomas who claimed it was a high-tech lynching when he was uh questioned about sexual harassment in 1991 denar wrote the more things change the more they remain exactly the same just ask former presidential candidate herman cain oh yeah he had he was cheating with that white woman former rnc chairman michael Steele. i don't know when when he was cheating Mm. activist candace owens activist is that what we're calling that and now supreme court justice brett kavanaugh (laughs) bad examples bad get some more examples baby ask oj simpson okay (laughs) ask r kelly (laughs) what we'll go down the list right oh my god oh my god ask bill cosby where are we going with this <laughs> this is dumb <laughs> he continued i've been a republican with a national platform since 2000 the deliberate politics of personal destruction and all-out character assassination is real but their weapons of harm and pain formed against me and against all the rest of us those who dare to effectively speak out will not prosper what is funny is that with the exception of maybe herman cain all of the names mentioned has prospered herman cain somewhere like what's up with the shade okay what's up with the shade being a black republican will always get someone to check selling your selling your own out will always be profitable although no word on why he mentioned kavanaugh still is barely a republican um yeah kavanaugh is white anyway when the post asked him about the accusations in august denard was non-committal and said i cannot comment on items i have never seen regarding allegations i still believe to be false this is sadly another politically motivated attempt to besmirch my character and shame me in the silence for supporting the president trump and the gop okay he also said he's pursuing legal action against cnn we'll see clearly fox news doesn't want to hire him because uh 
they would have been put them on the roster but they got a little trouble themselves with sexual harassment over there you don't say they might be trying to get out of the sexual harassment game you know i don't know daggy they working on it let somebody else have that that lane all right let's move it to uh some guess the race oh zero zero yeah zero oh yeah my bad yeah damn i didn't care so much i accidentally shaded him by not putting it up for the i forgot to say we're gonna do a number i was like oh well coons be cooning come on moving coon, on coons gonna coon now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist all right let's get to the game cincinnati ohio a 61 year old woman is accused of pouring hot grease on another person during a dispute was it fish grease it just says hot grease karen pork chop grease all right you want to name some more greases uh i mean i can i mean don't go down we're gonna be like this mm-hmm. chicken grease all right fish yeah chicken mm-hmm. um is that all the greases or you, you done or? <laughs> i mean take two grand historic <laughs> hotel sorry ad started playing <laughs> hair grease bacon grease that's what bacon bacon grease okay all right i mean i mean since you only fried okra grease i mean since we going down all right bubba gump with the grease over there <laughs> grease sandwich Story we had first on fox 19 now about this woman who's accused of pouring hot grease on someone that's her in court today she's been in trouble with the law before though here are nine of her mug shots the newest one Woo-hoo. right here in the middle our Mike Shell is following this latest arrest. Sixty-one-year-old Charlene Thompson is no stranger to Cincinnati police. The latest trouble she found herself in happened over the weekend on Hawaiian Terrace in Mount Airy. Thompson appeared in court this morning, wondering how much money she would have to come up with this time to be free on bond. Her arrest date back more than 20 years. In 2008, Thompson was accused of kicking a Cincinnati police officer and spitting several times in the back of a police car. In 2007, Thompson was accused of entering an assisted living facility and hitting a resident. Her most recent arrest came on Sunday when she was charged with felonious assault on a woman. The allegations are that uh, the defendant poured hot grease on the victim, resulting in severe burns on the victim's back and arm. The injuries were visible to the police officer. Ms. Thompson is 61 years old. That comes before the court with an RS score of four. Uh, it's been uh, 20 years since her last felony. Two decades since her last felony, but Circuit Judge Ted Berry had Thompson's extensive arrest record in front of him. Just like a good attorney, you find some silver lining in that dark cloud. Then a response from her attorney that even caught Thompson off guard. Oh, Judge, if I really wanted to go for every silver lining, I'd point out that no, she didn't assault person. you. Huh? I could point out that she did not assault you. Is she standing here very uh, peacefully? When it came time to discuss a bond amount, the prosecutor said it should be significant. I'm requesting a high bond, as the court is well aware. Uh, 
burns are some of the most devastating, painful, long-term, debilitating injuries that someone can suffer. But pain should have no bearing on bond, according to Magnuf. Judge, I will simply point out that the degree of pain is not a relevant factor. The judge ordered Thompson to stay away from the victim and have no contact with her until further advised by the court. There is no word on the victim's condition. Judge Barry set Thompson's bond at $15,000 on the assault charge. Her case will go before a grand jury on December 14th. Reporting from the West End, Mike Shell, Fox 19 Now. And one of the breaking news now for you, sir. All right, Karen. Guess the race. White. Karen's going with white. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe uh al green sister black <laughs> white fish don't burn in the kitchen Vean don't burn on the grill moving on up black real life medea black grease is the only seasoning she uses i guess Aww. that's white she had a terrible lawyer so i'm saying black 20 years of felonies in kentucky white the correct answer is and karen you sticking with yours mm-hmm. the correct answer is she was black and some of you did get it right now that's one of her mug shots i think she looked you know all right right here you seeing it in the chat room mm-hmm. all right and then there's this one later times got a little hard then there's this one when she was scamming she had a fur and a wig on mm-hmm. figuring in the streets mm-hmm. then there was this one when she was just fed up with the world them eyebrows say i'm just uh ugh. then there's this one when she looked like sam jackson and uh, all them felonies i was like you do there's a lot of white people spitting on officers and shit uh then there's this one it's getting older i guess 20 years this one she just couldn't believe it she Ooh, was shocked she, she was got shocked. me uh this one she was still shocked and a little older but this is the leather phase then there's this one where she clearly was mary j blige it up <laughs> She said, I'm not gonna cry no more. Not gonna cry no more. Oh, uh, what is this, an ad? Then there was this one that was an advertisement for the Hornets tonight. Um, I was missing one. Oh, uh, I was trying to show y'all her latest one. It's a whopper. Oh, yeah, this is the latest one. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. The eyes have it. Oh, mm-hmm. oh! Everybody getting the lash. <laughs> I guess it's some lowbrow humor we got here right now. Mm-hmm. So, mm, it's twenty lashes for everybody. <laughs> well, I'm sure she'll keep her eye on things. Mm. Try to keep her eye out mm. for the next crime. Mm. Honey, you can see into the future. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go to the next one. She's looking on first Earth and second Earth. I guess so. Um, officials, a woman passed gas and then pulled a knife on an offended man. Yeah. A true feminist. A legend your fave could never. <laughs> uh, a Florida woman 
florida all shocked a florida woman faces an aggravated assault charge after authorities say she passed gas in line at a dollar store and pulled a knife on a man who complained about it citing the broward sheriff's office report the miami Herald reports 37 year old shanetta yvette wilson passed gas while waiting in line at the dollar store general sunday uh upset a nearby customer the report says the offended customer and wilson then got into an argument in reference to the defendant farting loudly it says wilson then pulled a small folding knife out of her purse and told the victim she was going to gut him while moving as if to attack him wilson was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill guess the race of shanetta wilson black karen's going black on this one let's see what you guys think in the chat room um poverty and violence black oh <laughs> black oh, oh. Uh, like everybody else is scared to guess pinky farting black black straight razor probably some hard r nonsense beans beans the magical fruit that's a nigga dream girl uh it's not a race uh the correct answer is she was black some of you did miss it though that's what that dude said when she was farting <laughs> yeah i guess sometimes you gotta keep it to yourself yeah she looked like i fucking nigga up yeah so i mean it was a loud fart but i guess it wasn't a silent but deadly it was loud but deadly she was gonna <laughs> turn around and stab that man you're all right with the loud ones it's the ones you don't hear is the problem i mean talk about cutting the cheese oh let's go to the bonus round (laughs) double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is one and one let's see if she can finish on a strong note Mm-mm-mm. um a woman throws a baby during an argument over an amazon account oh shit uh police say Today they were- delivery what hold my baby police say they were called to a home after two women fought over purchases made on amazon and the infant was thrown twice twice yep um what a playing hot cake this happened on saturday at 9 a.m you mean hot potato <laughs> yeah hot potato hot my, my, my bad <laughs> my bad it's okay they say <laughs> they say <laughs> they say when they, i'm old y'all i'm sorry they say, <laughs> 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 they pulled that baby fresh out of them was like you hold it no you hold it you hold it mcdonald's hotcakes come on going around for breakfast uh when they they said when they arrived they found a woman holding her grandchild i was to say there was an argument before between the woman's two daughters oh so wait so 
the two daughters were fighting and the grandma and they lived with the grandmothers and the grandmama was holding the baby wow wait okay police say aaron johnson 32 was holding the baby during the argument when she became frustrated say she threw the baby onto the couch picked up the infant and threw it a second time what i would say johnson rambled about how she is blamed for everything and they say she told them she suffers from postpartum and needs to see someone okay then do that don't throw the baby that doesn't seem like it's helping anyone the baby didn't do it they say she couldn't carry a conversation and was emotional johnson is charged with child endangering the infant was taken by ambulance to the hospital johnson did not show up to court monday and now there's a warrant out for her arrest guess the race of um aaron johnson black karen's going with black let's check the chat room and believe and see what you guys believe black black a lot of black so far only two guesses mary from precious black oh uh, you think she called a, a mongoloid uh tray black white she devil no mention of a father black she black damn y'all so anti-black my god <laughs> y'all are all correct she's black the hell mary uh uh she did the baby uh spiral like a hell mary pass Mm-mm-mm. i hope not baby uh i think anyone missed that one Mm-mm. and here she is looking she does look like a tired mom i'll tell you that much mm-hmm. that hair needs some therapy <laughs> she's fed up mm-hmm. that wig has had enough <laughs> slow ratchet this that wig like ooh baby I'm as tired as you I don't know nothing about no wigs uh samurai sword killer was- this is something you don't know nothing about I don't know nothing about that sword samurai I'm too old to be knowing about wigs samurai sword killer sentenced to minimum five years muskegon county michigan a man who killed his girlfriend with a samurai sword will serve a minimum of five years in prison that's it (laughs) you killed a whole person with a sword and you only gonna get five years minimum in prison they don't take it seriously centoria brown is getting 51 years 51 one killed a a girl your loved one with a sword he claimed the stabbing was accidental um yeah okay um yeah 38 year old um amanda shankle was stabbed on april 27th um uh the guy got convicted he was sentenced to a minimum of five and a maximum of 30 years in prison an autopsy report indicated the sword penetrated shankle's buttocks and went over to 10 inches into her body oh he said they were just playing around what kind of what kind of accident play around with 10 inches or nothing yeah we got a new alarm system today and i had to go put that little um sign in the backyard that shows you got an alarm Mm mm-hmm you know how hard it is just to get that little sign 10 inches into the ground 
like you need a hammer and some shit like you got it's serious did you get into the ground yeah of okay. course but you don't get a fucking you don't accidentally put a sword in a human body 10 inches and then be like oh it's just mm-hmm. fucking around i thought yeah. it was hilarious mm-hmm. just like you don't accidentally put a 10 inch penis up in somebody you don't yeah. 10 inches don't go dead at what inch yeah. do you start going uh it's the problem i don't know if this joke is funny anymore maybe we should stop playing ridiculous um and the court didn't take it serious five years minimum that's ridiculous all right that's it for today we will talk to you guys tomorrow to finish up the week thank you so much for listening we appreciate y'all until next time i love you i love you too